The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Tommy Dream and I talk everything Wednesday Night War, AEW, going up against NXT. This episode is hours before the most historic day in professional wrestling. Listen to two people who love wrestling more than life itself. Also, Tommy, we get into the influence of Dusty Rhodes and how if it wasn't for Dusty Rhodes, we might not even have this war going on right now. This week has had everything from the learning tree of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, if you will, and find out why today of all days is the perfect dream. And you know what? We get into what's going to take place on Friday as well. Smackdown on Fox, and it may be the biggest night in the history of pro wrestling. What would you do for a billion dollars if you owned the WWE? You'd bring out the most electrifying performer in all sports entertainment. If you smell what busted open is cooking. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. How about this? Jimmy Corderas just tweeted at us, Hey, Dave and Tommy, just an FYI, AEW secured their Canadian TV deal yesterday and will air live up there as well. Eh? So, again, a lot of controversy about if those fans were going to be able to tune in to AEW. That is not a question anymore. Wednesday Night Wars, AEW, and NXT. We're going to do a good job of really breaking it down match by match. To see, you know, which card you think is going to be the best. To me, I I hate to say this, but I think it's a no-brainer. As a fan, I got to tune into AEW. Uh, NXT is a known commodity. I don't know what AEW is going to be on a week-to-week basis. I'm very curious of the look and feel of that show tonight. Alex Metz and I are taking the train out to D.C. as soon as we end this show today. And we're going to be a part of that. So I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm wondering what that's going to be like. I'm very interested to see what the fans think about that as well. Because I know from judging from social media and some of the phone calls we've taken, Tommy, there's going to be fans that are going to be all about AEW. They'll watch NXT later and vice versa. So this is truly a war, so to speak. Uh, You know, it's funny. For the longest time, WWE had pyro. Um, AEW announces, you know what we miss? We miss pyro. And they have pyro. Pyro is very, very expensive. And now all of a sudden, Raw, what does Raw have now? Pyro. Yep. Fox confirms that they'll have pyro. Busted Open now has pyro. 
So it's uh, a lot of little stuff like that. It's like, hey, we're trying to one-up each other and just push the envelope as far as we can because it's all about in WWE they call it um confusion in the marketplace they want to be then they are they're the leader mm-hmm. and they don't want people to think of well re- they want wrestling just to be WWE but now it's looking around and they're like well that's confusion in the marketplace no it's it's not WWE it's something else AEW has gone and done an amazing job of advertising their shows, not just on social media where all this started, but um, TNT, where they have, there's billboards, there's there's been so, they've been on every show that's affiliated with any TNT, what is it, Time Warner mm-hmm. uh, company, whatever they have their mitts in, they have gone all out. I have listened to so much different coverage. And then what do I hear on Fox? I'm watching football games. You hear uh, who's promoting what for the WWE. So, I mean, this is like full-blown advertising war. I mean, just think of all the revenue that's going into this before this day even starts. I mean, it, it's there's so much on the line for every company. And that's why this week is so big on so many levels, Tommy. Let's, let's look at it seriously. Like the first WrestleMania... Some would say that's the biggest event ever. But you know what? How many people are really talking about that outside of our fandom, outside of like MTV did a lot of that? But, you know, it wasn't being promoted like what we're seeing right now. And then you talk about as WrestleManias went on, Saturday night's main event being on NBC. But again, that was 1130 at night. We're going to see pro wrestling on Fox, a major network at 8 p.m. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's Vince McMahon's dream come true. What we're seeing right now here in New York City, the you know, outside of Fox, they have a ring set up. Charlotte's doing meet and greets. There's a line, you know, down the street for people who want to meet a WWE superstar. Like you said, NFL, you know, NFL on Fox. The commentators are talking about the WWE, and then and then you factor in AEW seeing that commercial everywhere. You know, it was before movies. They had it during the previews of movies leading up to what we're going to see tonight. As pro wrestling fans, as somebody like you, Tommy, not forget about being a wrestler, just being a lifelong fan, have you seen anything that's come close to this? No. Uh, it, I I joke, but I do have three TiVos. I'm very, very loyal. And I also have the Lifetime TiVo subscription, so that's why I have my TiVos. They hate me because they want me to upgrade all that stuff, but I won't. I'm just going to keep getting my Lifetime. I said I'm have I downstairs that's my place I uh season passed AEW upstairs which then I bring it downstairs will be uh NXT and but that was kind of I don't want to say my priority it's just like you said it, it's we're rooting for something different because think of this amazing time think about literally every single day except for Thursdays you can watch professional wrestling that's amazing. And on prime time television. And we've always said, like, and I've lived it with ECW. Wrestling was always the bastard child. Yep. ECW, we were on at 2 o'clock in the morning. We were the highest rated show on the MSG network. 
This was in 95-96 when they had something called the Rangers, Knicks, and Yankees on the network. And we're the highest doing the ratings, and we were paying to be on the air. And when we asked for money, they're like, no, you're uh, wrestling and you're paid programming. And you know, you know what a, a kick in the balls that was to us? It sucked. And, and wrestling has always been the redheaded stepchild. But no, think of who's the, who's the number one Hollywood actor? It's The Rock. Absolutely. All this trickle-down effect of, of professional wrestling. And, you know, you and I were talking about Henry Winkler's walking around. He's wearing his leather jacket thinking he's still cool because he is. And I told you I sat with Henry Winkler on a flight, and we talked about Terry Funk because they did movies together. But it's everybody has a wrestling story. Everybody. I've met seriously one person in my life that didn't know what professional wrestling was, and she was my dermatologist. She never knew what professional wrestling was. Besides that, everyone has a wrestling story. And like, think of this show, the ramifications of the wrestling business expanding. We are the leader in sports entertainment radio. We've expanded. We have pyro. Yep. It, it's six days a week now. The, every wrestler will say when the business is doing good, everybody does good. Think of all the shows that happened during WrestleMania. And now it gave people options. And, and you know what? There's... There's Impact, there's New Japan, there's Ring of Honor, there's House of Hardcore, Independence. There's all these different options for, for wrestling fans. And I think the bigger thing, too, is that wrestling's always been kind of labeled as a guilty pleasure. Like, you liked pro wrestling, but you wouldn't admit that you liked pro wrestling. Right. Those days are done because all those fans that used to watch you in the ECW arena, Tommy, are now executives at companies. You know, look at Tony Khan. Tony Khan was watching you in the ECW arena, and now he has the funding and the money to back an AEW on TNT. Yep. Like, that's huge. And those days are out the window because now this is completely mainstream. You know, I, I was talking to Bully yesterday about, you know, I bitch and moan about Vince McMahon. There's things I love about Vince McMahon. There's things I don't like about Vince McMahon. There's directions that he went into that I don't approve of as a fan, but, you know, it's it was successful. I don't like the fact that he doesn't reference pro wrestling. It's sports entertainment. That always bothered me. But the reason he did that is because he wanted to see it go mainstream, and it worked. Now you're going to see it on Fridays on primetime. That's a big reason of that is because Vince McMahon wanted to kind of, quote unquote, clean it up a little bit. He didn't want it to make people think of, you know, the 60-year-old man sitting at ringside smoking a cigar. He wanted the family element. And then on top of that, because of that and because of that direction, there was a lot of pro wrestling fans that were unhappy about that direction. A lot of fans that didn't like the PG product of the WWE. They didn't like the fact that it became more like a circus instead of a sport. And what did that breed? AEW. So now you have something for everybody. And then on top of that, the Impact Wrestling, the MLW, the Ring of Honor, the New Japan. Man, I, we as, as, as people who do this show, Tommy, we hear it from a lot of fans that are kind of jaded and are negative. This is the one week where you can't be negative. Like, this is the one week where I'm going to say to fans, you know what, I don't want to hear about how you didn't like Monday Night Raw or you're expecting the worst for Friday. Like, to me, this is a celebration. This is a week that we as fans can look at each other and say, you know what, like you said, we're not the bastard stepchild anymore. We're actually the mainstream. We're actually on 
the the fringe of what's hot and what's buzzworthy. That's what pro wrestling is right now. The last time I felt this was ECW going uh, on pay-per-view at Barely Legal, where the industry was kind of rooting for each other, mm-hmm. though they admitted that they hate each other. But I remember... They like we're trying to put each other out of business, but I remember like a lot of the WCW guys coming to the pay per view, but the Harlem Heat, Kevin Sullivan, they all had, you know, there was people from WWE being like, you know, we want you guys to do something because again, how the business makes it, and it's just this this amazing cycle that, and this there's energy, there's energy in the air amongst wrestling fans. Uh, I wrestle all the time, I get noticed all the time, and people are like, are you part of that new league? And I'd be like, yeah. Are you part of WWE? I say, yeah. Are you play for the Raiders? Yeah. I just lie. But uh, everyone is talking about it, which is good. Because when you're talking about it and you're talking about it in a positive way, and, and, and I've always used this reference, the, the Yankees-Red Sox, they all say greatest sports rivalry. We don't want to see them play every single game. Literally, there there's only been one team in town. Now we're getting four to five, and it's what is the difference, man? It's different management style, different players, different fan base. But if you still love wrestling, you have to watch all these because it's just like, hey, we're getting to the playoffs. Well, I may not like the Yankees, but I still like baseball, and it's the only I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch the Yankees versus the Twins because it's baseball. It's not my favorite teams, but. Well, you said that because you're a baseball fan. You're a purist, so you're going to watch. This week, and you said, is so vital and so important. Does NXT have to be perfect tonight? Does AEW have to be perfect tonight? Does SmackDown on Fox on Friday have to be perfect? Does it need to be a grand slam? If it's less than that, is it a failure? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Because we're going to be watching, because we're fans, we watch everything, but you're kind of probably hoping that people who aren't usual fans that watch are going to tune in. So do they need to be perfect shows? From experience, Barely Legal was not my favorite show. It was probably one of my least favorite ECW shows ever. And people talk about it with such high prestige and like this, it was the perfect show. It really wasn't. I remember when we went on the air, Paulie's yelling at the guy to go, and he had the earpiece on. The only time we did a show with an earpiece in, and he put it in his ear, and our ring announcer, Bob Ortiz, was deaf in that ear. And he just put it, he's deaf, and he puts the earpiece. And he was just standing there. We come on the air, and it's just dead air. There's going to be hiccups for AEW. I don't want there to be, but... You can't be uh, in this day and age like jumping all over them. Everybody from AE, man, you got there. Take a deep breath, suck it all in, mm. and enjoy it. For NXT, you have two weeks already. Uh, like I said, the women of NXT made me fall in love with NXT. That opening four way, and I was just like, man, this show is hot. And everyone just don't care about what the other people are doing, care about what you're doing. You know, and I like that attitude too, like for a fan to root for it. Don't don't harp on the negative. You know, don't go right to social media if there's a little bit of a hiccup. I think everybody as a fan should be rooting for all the shows, not just AEW or NXT, but what we're going to see on Friday. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. 
I think of it more like this too, Tommy. You know, like when the baseball season starts, that's when like a lot of hardcore fans kind of break out the baseball cards, look out, look at their baseball cards for the first time in a long time. You know, NFL fans, when the season starts, maybe they, they break out their football cards or go watch some old games and you'll put the jersey on, you know, and, and, and start tailgating. It's it's a celebration. Like with me, you know, I, I, I break out the magazine, I break out the old magazines, start looking at the old magazines, and it's this is like our time. You're and this getting is, on a train and driving down. Well, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not driving the train. I'm actually well, going to be a passenger down, on the train. I'm I was down. thinking of I'm taking the the jet down to DC. Yeah, well, yeah, you got you got the jet. I got the old. Uh, That's Tony's jet, not the Sirius XM jet. Oh yeah, you. You're a man of many hats, Tommy. Man of many hats. Um, but you know what I'm saying, though. It's like, be a fan. Go, go, g- reminisce about how you fell in love with pro wrestling. Well, you know, I always ask those silly questions, like, you know, what was the first match you watched? What was the first wrestler you saw? You know, how did you first find out about pro wrestling? And speaking of silly questions. You do have your own segment now, I guess. Again, nobody told me about this, so it's a wacky Wednesday. So what's your trivia question for today, Tommy? Yeah, it's not so much a trivia question. It's uh, so much everything that's going on right now. Every All this change, everything that is happening, who's responsible for it? With everything that's happening. AEW. Yeah. Uh NXT, mm-hmm. the surge in the professional wrestling industry, Billy Corgan's NWA, mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling moving to Access. Mm-hmm. Who's responsible for all of it? Can I throw out a name? Uh, I would like maybe to go to the nation before I talk to you about this because you probably will. Well, you might get it, but especially like AEW, like this. We're on the the what is it the the precedent? No, I don't know what we're on. No, Cuspidus. we're on the cusp. We're on yeah, the cusp. you go. Well, of, I mean, of the great at eight o'clock. Be, it's it's over. It's like a countdown. It's like New Year's Eve, and there serious is a sole person who's responsible for all of this. Can I, being that I need my glasses to see, can I be the first person to guess? Uh, if that's what you would like to do, and deny the nation of my first ever segment. Of Wacky Wednesday. Yeah, freak out, freak out. I'm going to blow your mind on Wacky Wednesday. If you like to do that, you could be the first guest. Dusty Rhodes. 1,000%. You are the winner of your sun- of your glasses. <laughs> Thank you very much. You can see another... You can get on that train and see... My headset just flew off my giant head. Did you see that? <laughs> While I was talking, so excited, my headset... I just gained weight in my head. I just broke my headset. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yep. The most influential man in my life. Uh, think about that. NXT was his baby. People who were on Raw, people who were on SmackDown, NXT, yep. he was the creator of all that creativity behind the scenes. His son, Cody Rhodes, half the people that worked or are working for AEW are working for, used to work for Dusty Rhodes. The NWA, they're making a little resurgence. Tommy Dreamer being live on Bust Open again, the largest contract ever handed in Sirius XM history. He is here because of Dusty Rhodes. 
And I like. And you won your glasses. I'm very happy. And I'm, yeah, I'm very glad that I get to keep my glasses. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, and the reason I wanted to throw that out there, and it's listen, we're we're, we're having fun here with the nation, but Dusty Rhodes is really the piece to this puzzle that centers everything that's going on right now, because would Cody have left the WWE if Dusty didn't pass? Like, would he have bet on himself? Would he have taken that chance? You know, I, as a fan, didn't understand why they kept the gimmick going that Cody was involved with after Dusty passed. I said, this was the perfect opportunity. This guy has so much talent. This is the time to elevate him to a main eventer, to make him a world champion. They decided not to. Imagine if they did. Imagine if they decided, you know what, this is his time. And why I say also, like, Raw, Paul who's the creative guy for Monday Night Raw now, that guy who's in charge, he sat under the tree of Dusty. Eric Bischoff, who's running SmackDown under the auspices of Vince McMahon, but he sat under the tree of Dusty Rhodes. And NXT... He was was the daddy. And if you talk about Tony Khan, Tony Khan used to be a big ECW fan, influenced by Paul Heyman. Tommy Dreamer, and uh, look where we are now today. Dream, I love you. I know he'd be watching AEW. He'd have Netflix on as well. Netflix, I mean NXT. Yes. But um, he'd have Netflix on too. Is is Dusty Rhodes the most influential man in the history of pro wrestling? I would say so. Because look, I, I jokingly always say, look, my tentacles reach very, very far. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like I helped LAX out a lot. I help. I don't want to say I helped the Young Bucks, but they were my main eventers on all my early House of Hardcore shows. I hired Kenny Omega. Um, that's just in one match. I watched that the opening show in uh, NXT with the girls. I was always in Mia Yim's corner. I, I really always liked Candice uh, LeRae. Used her on on my shows, and it's like I always say, I, my tentacles go far. Mm-hmm. Dusty's tentacles go they wrap around everybody i mean honestly like you can see all these people like becky lynch that has a story about him charlotte flair all these people went through seth rollins they all went through nxt before they went to the main roster and now there's people who are in the nxt that are stars there that he helped so i mean even though he's gone two years his his presence in this wrestling business is never to me he's the wrestling god because he i mean Cody you could all relate back to one person you really can and you can, not so much Vince because he was the bit of the rebel but yet Vince gave him the platform to help with NXT and even who i consider the greatest pro wrestler of all time Ric Flair Ric Flair wanted that he, that was his idol was Dusty Rhodes. He wanted he wanted to be a Rhodes, and Dusty was the one is like find your own you know find your own character, find your own personality, be you. And he wanted to be a Rhodes. Think about that. Like, and then you look at even more now with what we see with NXT and AEW. Like you just said, like the daddy of of all that talent on NXT. I believe the last thing Dusty ever tweeted about on his Twitter account was about Becky Lynch. And then now with Cody Rhodes and AEW, it's, 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 it's unbelievable what the influence that man had 
on what forget about the history what we're seeing right now in pro wrestling because you're right if it wasn't for dusty Rhodes, there wouldn't be an nxt and there wouldn't be an aew think about that yep it's all you could seriously tie it all in and what do i always say it's the history yeah and for the fact that aew has acknowledged that history and you know it's it's so cool it really is. I'm getting emotional. Let's call talk to a caller. Let's go out to Jesse in Georgia. Jesse, what's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? What's up, Jesse? Hey, so I know every everybody's talking about you know AEW, uh, NXT, all that stuff. But I kind of wanted to talk about um, NWA, if that's okay. Yeah, just if you were at the tapings, no spoilers, please. No, no, I won't give any spoilers, but. I was at the tapings last night in Atlanta, and I have to say, thankful for the WWE Network for being able to show all the old NWA tapings, things of that nature. But to be able to actually experience the uh, the actual way that they used to do, uh, you know, TV tapings when they would film, you know, weeks and weeks of television in one sitting, to be able to see the whole production of it was just unbelievable in the atmosphere for me when i uh when i first started watching wrestling it was uh 1991 i was four years old and honestly the first memory i have is uh you know watching wrestlemania 7 with hulk hogan and sergeant slaughter and you know through the years obviously following wcw wwe uh and then actually last night being able to revert back to me being that four or five-year-old kid, you know, watching NWA, WCW, you know, studio tapings was just, it was just phenomenal. So, I mean, it has never been a better time to be a wrestling fan in my eyes. Yeah, and and Jesse, great tone and great call. Uh, I was on with Jonathan Hood of ESPN last night, Tommy, and the one thing we talked a lot about on his show was the NWA. The look and feel. I mean, seeing those pictures of what the the, the ring apron, <laughs> you know, the, the the studio itself, the flags as if it was, you know, Georgia Championship Wrestling, where the podium was, it just, it gave me goosebumps because it brought me back being 11-year-old kid on Saturday morning watching Georgia Championship Wrestling. Wrestling will always, I feel like I said, everyone has a wrestling story, but most people, I'm 48 years old, I wrestle all the time, I do a lot of independent shows, and people come up to me, they thank me for what I did in ECW, and they tell me all the time, I grew up loving professional wrestling, then I got away with it, ECW brought me back, and then, yeah, you know, I stopped watching it. But then I became a fan again, and I'm like, those people don't leave. Like, I'm a football fan. You're a baseball fan. You don't, you may not have time to go to a game. You may not, but you don't ever say, eh, I stopped being a fan. Wrestling fans, for a while, they, they remain loyal, but yes, they stopped watching. And they stopped watching because there was there, it was the same people all over and over again. Now this is fresh, and everyone, like, ECW was different. That's great. Now you have the option of NWA going to be different. Impact is going to be very different. Trust me. I don't know if you saw that wedding. That wedding that we just did was insane. insane. 
Um, and we got more compliments from that wedding than any wedding that's ever been done. You know why? Because we're, f- we're four wrestlers putting together a wrestling show. The Young Bucks, Cody, Kenny, Jericho, they all have a say in a company. Tony Khan has final say, and hopefully the buck will stop there. But he's also a big wrestling fan. He's I've worked next to him. He's in there calling camera shots. He's doing everything he can. It's his vision on the line. It's his money on the line. Yeah. So it, it's and it's the same as you know Vince McMahon sits there and Vince McMahon calls shots and Vince McMahon is in that truck. People want to. It became almost a cool thing to hate on WWE when it shouldn't be. It listen, but man, that, you know what though? But that's okay because I don't think if there was the hate for WWE and people being frustrated in that product, I don't know if we would have AEW. Correct. I think AEW stemmed from a lot of people's frustration about the direction that the WWE was going in. Yes, and but now you have alternatives. And, and we we had Billy Corgan in studio. And I remember talking to him about his love and his passion being a fan. And now he's the owner and president of the NWA. He got away from pro wrestling. You know what brought him back to pro wrestling? ECW. Him being on the road with Smashing Pumpkins and going back to the hotel and watching ECW in the hotel room after a Smashing Pumpkins gig. And that brought him back. And you're right. When it comes to pro wrestling, for a lot of fans, it was... All right, I got out of it, and something brought me back. What Cody Rhodes is betting on right now, and he mentioned this on the conference call, he's betting on that AEW is going to bring that fan back. The fan that maybe got out of it 10, 15 years ago, that it, that got tired of you know the sports entertainment side of the WWE, AEW being more like what we've seen in the past or elements of that, will bring that fan back. And may and maybe it just might be and you know this Tommy, it might be somebody that hasn't watched pro wrestling in 15 years. They're watching, you know, uh TV and there's a commercial of AEW. And just it could be something stupid. It could be a body slam. It's it's in your DNA, man. Once you're a fan, it's in you. You need something to bring that out. Maybe AEW is going to do that for a lot of people that have gotten out and now will be back in again. The best part about those commercials and those bumpers, what do they always put? A new league. They're telling you this is new. This is cool. They have the formula that's working because of how many sellouts they've had. I think it's a cool thing for, I don't want to be the first arena that doesn't sell out because then guess what? As SCU would say, this is the worst town ever. I would use that as one of my slogans. Don't be the worst town ever. But tonight, everyone is talking about both companies. But more importantly, if you're looking at who's winning as of going into tonight, who has more people at the show? So right now, AEW is winning. Yes. Because they have more people at a sold-out venue in D.C. And how many people are going to be watching the show? That's going to be something that's going to be talked about at the end of the week and moving forward. 
If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. We're going to find out who some of the winners are going to be tonight, NXT, AEW. I figure this is a good time before we get back to the nation, before we get to Gabby's weekly segment of Diva on Divas, we can kind of break down the matches that we're going to see on NXT and AEW. Well, WWE has advertised three top matches. All three titles hang in jeopardy when the war begins tonight on NXT. Those matches are? We're going to see... <laughs> That's why you're the host, and I'm going. <laughs> I stumped him. You are something else, man. <laughs> you really are. Um, for the NXT Women's Championship, Candice LeRae going up against your champion, Shayna Baszler. Fair with that's great. Yes. Going to be a great match. To quote Tommy Dreamer, that's great. How about this for the NXT Tag Team Championship? Street pop, street street profits versus undisputed. Hmm. I'm going with undisputed. Yeah, undisputed era. I think I'm gonna stick with that. They're like the four horsemen of NXT. They are. I like the way uh, last week we saw all the members of undisputed era with the gold above their heads. That was pretty cool. Big fan of that. And uh, street profits are really uh, proven their worth. Fantastic. Entertaining. And people keep talking about how entertaining they are. They're great in the ring, Street Profits. Yes. Um, who's your favorite member of the Undisputed Era? Mm-hmm. I don't believe there's a wrestler named on Undisputed Era. I like all the guys. I know Bobby pretty... Out of all of them, I know Bobby... Fish the longest. Okay. I'll tell you what sold me besides his in-ring work, because I've wrestled him. I'm, he's 0-2 against me. Adam Cole, baby. Do you know what sold me on him? What's that? His interview here on Busted Open. Really? I said to myself. Self? What a great representation of NXT. Oh, I like and that. And I've never hear, heard him speak like that before and he was on the whole press junket tour and he handled every question i loved his representation and again like he's not a owner of the team where we talk about cody or we talk about triple h but when you choose a champion he is a an amazing representative of the nxt brand and i learned that only exclusively here on busted open um, I'm gonna go with Kyle O'Reilly. Excellent. Record. You can't you can't go wrong with any of them. Nope. Honest to God. Nope. And then in the main event, you mentioned Adam Cole, who's part of Undisputed Era. He'll be defending the NXT Championship against Matt Riddle. Mm. What do you think about that? That's a superb main event. It really is. And I'm a big Matt. You know, Matt Riddle was, I was thinking of making him my first ever House of Hardcore champion. Really? Yep. That's how sold I was on Matt Riddle. But he, he had a booking where he couldn't make the second round. 
So then I was like, eh, you're eliminated. Wow. But uh, I'm a big Matt Riddle fan. Yeah, I am too. And then now you look at AEW Dynamite, who premiered tonight. Pretty big show as well. In the main event, Chris Jericho and LAX going up against Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Why I say I feel that's a better main event only because of the star power and, well, I should say the in-ring ability. And I really like six-man matches like that. Mm -hmm. And I think give that match the time that it can have. It has the star power of Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. We know what their history is. The LAX, the new factor with the Young Bucks were the greatest tag team going to me, that is like must-see main event, a, a great main event for uh, AEW. Hangman Page versus Pack. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good one. MJF versus Brandon Cutler as well. I think the world will really, really enjoy MJF. Um, could potentially be the best heel in wrestling. Give him that platform that he now has. He will be nervous, though, beforehand, I think. And you know what? Cody talked about this in the conference call. And it kind of relates back to this match with MJF and Brandon Cutler. Cody says on social media and, and, and therefore and such that he really likes to mention the teams that he enjoys. Like, you know, he's, a, you know, the, the Georgia in, in college, the Cowboys in the NFL. Because... You know, if you're not necessarily a wrestling fan and you're a Georgia fan, you know, maybe you might be interested in a match that Cody's in based on his likes. You know, Dungeons and Dragons, that was like a big thing. MJF is making fun of everybody that, you know, plays Dungeons and Dragons. So maybe fans of Dungeons and Dragons that don't necessarily watch professional wrestling will tune into this show because they're a big Dungeons and Dragons fan and they want to see MJF get his ass kicked. What do you think about that? Well, when you don't have weekly television leading up to it, mm-hmm. it's a good platform, and this entire company has been based on social media, and I loved what they I saw the preview of one tweet, and that's how it went, almost like a bet, and how this thing has morphed into the beauty that it is. And don't forget, Cody's uh, wrestling uh, Sammy Guerva? Guevara, who Guevara? that is going to be the opening match. And Triple H has said that Cole versus Riddle is going to open the show for NXT tonight. Oh, wow. So then that's not even the main event. What are they going to go with the main event in NXT? The they can women? Go any, they're going to go with the women. Or they, they could go with the tag match. I think they'll go with the women. They could go with the women, sure. I think they will go with the women. Cody, wow, that's Co- great. Cody said in interviews in the past that his match with Sammy is supposed to be the first ever wrestling match on AEW television. So whether they stick to that or not, I don't know, but he has said that that should be the opening match. Stick to your guns, young man. Boy, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to So choose. exciting that we're sitting here, two 48-year-old men. We have, I mean, breaking news. I didn't say it how I normally say it. This is already the highest-rated show of all time here. And uh, we're sitting here, and we are we're fantasy booking what's going to be on, uh, and WWE. And when we talk about earlier the war, they've already announced that this is what you're going to see when you watch first. So what they're doing is saying, make sure you don't watch them. Think about that. We've had 
Rick Flair on, Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. in studio, Mick Foley in studio. The highest rated busted open ever was the debut of Gabby's segment, Devon Divas. <laughs> Devon Divas, you just said? Devon Divas. Okay. Not Devon on Divas, Diva oh. on Divas. Yeah. I'll leave that one. Get the Damn. tables. Get the tables for Bubba. He can tell you a lot about Devon on Divas. But uh, yeah. <laughs> That's me going. But think about that. Think about that. We're speculating. And, and like, look at the positioning. Look at this wasn't around during the Monday Night Wars where those social media was around. But you had to tune in what was going to happen to see, like, oh, my God, is somebody going to show up? Uh, I just watched uh, something the WWE right before Monday Night Raw. And Jerry Lawler, did you hear what Jerry Lawler said? He's supposed to wrestle Bret Hart on the first episode of Monday Night Raw. And Savage and Vince are supposed to be doing the announcing. And then someone goes to Vince and says, "Uh, Vince, you need to watch TV. And Randy Savage shows up in WCW. And then Vince, like, no-sold it and said, Jerry, you want to do Raw with me tonight? And Jerry's like, I've had a job for 20 years. Like, think of that. That doesn't happen nowadays. The leaking part would be one. Yeah. But WWE is telling you Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle is starting the show. So that's a nice way to say, do you really want to watch somebody else or do you want to watch this? That's a different type of war. That's a war of in-your-face war. So what's more important, seeing the better match or seeing the first ever? NXT, we've seen it before. We've seen the takeovers. We've watched the show. Maybe this opening match is going to be better. Hard to judge when it's all said and done. So do you go with the better match or do you go with the first ever? Because this will be the first ever AEW show. I already told you what I'm watching. So, And I, I have fallen in love with NXT. I fell in love with NXT. I told you that. I was so excited. I was here the very next day after it aired, and I loved that fatal four-way the only problem is nobody died because it was a fatal four-way supposed to die if you're false advertising but the women set the tone Mauro Ranolo Beth Phoenix uh Nigel were amazing and like I was like wow I love this and then I'm gonna I know I hope I'm gonna say it tonight I think I am thanks for listening catch us weekdays on busted open from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM fight nation channel 156 the busted open podcast the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.